Welcome to episode number 10, Earth Day is Every Day, with gardeners from Bartram Gardens, Mandy Katz, and Marissa McDonald. Welcome to the We Love Philly podcast. My name is Carlos Aponte, a Philadelphia school teacher whose mission is to promote volunteerism throughout the city of Philadelphia and help put the brotherly love back into the city of brotherly love. Each week, my students and I bring you a person or organization that is making Philly a better place. Thanks for spending some time with us, and let's dive in. Ancient Chinese proverb once said that life begins the day that you start a garden. And my other favorite quote that I found about gardening states that gardening adds years to your life and life to your years. Welcome to the We Love Philly podcast. Today we are joined by two gardeners from Bartram's Gardens, which has been around for over 300 years, Mandy Katz and Marissa McDonald. Between the two, they have almost 20 years of gardening experience. We had a pleasure being outside in nature with them, getting our hands dirty, breaking a sweat, and putting in the work to try to make Southwest Philly, which is the community where our school is from, a more beautiful place. In this episode of the podcast, we talked about the amazing work that Bartram Gardens does for the community and has been doing for Southwest Philly since it was put into existence. We also talk about how to start your own community garden in Philadelphia. I know a lot of you see a lot of community gardens when you walk around the city. And lastly, how to take advantage of the seasons, the four seasons to help accomplish your goals. If you like what you hear on the podcast, you can follow us at, at we love Philly on Instagram and at we love philadelphia on facebook if you would like to volunteer with bartram's gardens you can visit them at bartramgardens.org you can also sign up to volunteer for them and check out their events page where most of the events that they put on go back to benefiting the community in which they serve hope you enjoy this episode of the podcast please give us any sort of feedback so we can make this experience better for you. Now let's dig in with episode Earth Day is Every. Welcome everybody to the We Love Philly podcast. We are joined here today with Mandy Katz and Marissa McDonald. They're both gardeners here at Bartram Gardens. How are you? We're doing great. Good. Good. Hi. Awesome. We are also joined by four of my high school students. We have Nasir Payne here. Hello. We have Mafanta Della. Hello. We have Kasim Karamoka. Hello. And we have Guan Viercliff. How y'all doing today? So we just got done volunteering here at Bartram Gardens. We were just getting dirty. We got to see a chainsaw be used, regular saws, crowbars. It's one of the first times I ever volunteered somewhere and I was allowed to break things. I'm usually told, hey, don't break this. So how is a day in the life of a gardener at Bartram Gardens? Every day is different. The cool thing about working in a garden is that it always changes with the season. And so the work that we do and the way things look and everything is different um, from day to day and, uh, and throughout the year. So you, you don't really get bored. 
So what's different from spring to winter? Well, uh, the work, the types of work that we do. So in the winter time, we spend a lot more time indoors working through record keeping and papers and planning and buying seeds and sharpening tools and fixing, you know, maintaining machinery, doing research, because this is a historic garden. So we have to do a lot of research and making plans, drawing out ideas for next year's garden. And then in the spring, it's a lot more like uh, starting seeds, getting the beds cleaned up. We're running, you know, this time of year, we're really on the run. So, and we're, we're outside almost all the time. Yes, yeah, so I just started this week, so. Wait, this is your first week here? Just started this oh, week. Oh, wow, congratulations, it's Marissa. Thursday, it feels like oh, I've wow. done a lot in <laughs> here. Yeah. 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 So, we were just talking about how we have to get a lot done since we have the energy now in the springtime because as soon as summertime comes, it's gonna be a different pace. So, it really like, you really work with the season. You are a part of the season. All right, so being the history teacher I am and the nerd that I am, so you say John Bartram Gardens is historic. Why is it historic? Oh, cool. Well, um, this site has been a garden for probably thousands of years. There's a lot of um, archaeological evidence of indigenous people who would come here. Uh, It doesn't look like they lived here, but it looks like a lot of different people would come here, camp out, fish, hunt and uh, make fires and cook food and and make baskets and stuff. Do any of you remember the Native Americans that used to live in Philadelphia? Lenape? Nice. Yeah, the Lenape. Nice. And then there was some Swedish people who built a farm here after that. From the Swedish farmers, John Bartram bought this place and his family for three generations ran a nursery here and his house is still here and the gardens are pretty much a lot still intact. They had the first um, like plant catalog in the United States. Oh wow! At this place, so for people who love plants and and history and history of plants, this is a really interesting place. So like three hundred years old. How far um, back does John Bartram? Go? John Bartram was he bought the house. He bought the land here in seventeen twenties. Oh wow! Yes, and there's some plants that are still here. What were you saying? Yeah, so closer to 400. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the history goes back so much further. There's not a lot of places in Philly where you can be digging and find arrowheads and spear points and stuff. Yeah. And then also the history all around us, like in 1850, across the river, they built the oil refinery that is still operating today. So there's this whole history of industrialization all around us this pl- and what one really pe- cool piece of history about this place is that it didn't get industrialized because a bunch of citizens got together and formed like a campaign to have this place saved and become part of the park system so everything around really got there was like all these paint companies and oil refineries that popped up and this place survived (laughs) because people got together and made a difference that's amazing yeah how do how do gardens get started like going around philadelphia i ride my bicycle a lot and i notice every neighborhood has a garden so how does that even work how is that the same it's just people getting involved or well i would say today with urban farming it's more so kind of the 
neighborhood getting together with you know uh, empty plots that have just been vacant and getting together getting those started I mean John Barsham's garden is a little bit different it was like a property uh, these are more kind of um, like anarchist gardens that are kind of popping up community gardens popping up it's more about trying to maintain them and keep them from people who want to buy the totally. plots to build on but there is a, there is a um, process for getting a garden in your neighborhood. If you see a vacant lot mm -hmm. in your neighborhood and you and your neighbors are like, let's do this, let's grow some food, let's grow some flowers and get together and make something beautiful, you can check the records online and see what the, what the status of the land is. And there's this thing called Pennsylvania Horticulture Society downtown, and they also will help you. There's something called Gardener Garden Tenders. It's a program that you and your neighbors can get involved in to like learn sort of about how to check out your property that you have your eye on. Some people just garden without permission and that works like in my neighborhood there's a- I Marissa was gonna raise her hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well there's a garden that um, my neighbors have been gardening on for over 30 years. Oh wow. Um, and, but we're, we're working really hard to try to get the, the land legalized, you know? But the, the way that Philly has been for so long is that people just had all this empty land and really made the best of it and took care of and stabilized their own communities by gardening in the empty space. And now things are changing and we really feel like we have to say, hey, we've been taking care of this for a long time and, and now you should let us keep it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so there is a process happening. There's this really great organization called Soil Generation, which is like leading a movement towards keeping the land. They're running something called the Threatened Gardens Campaign to help organize people who are worried about losing their gardens. This is in Philadelphia? What's yeah. it called? It's called Soil Generation. It's black and brown led. So all of the leadership is black and brown and centered about that people should be able to keep the gardens that they have been taking care of and using to stabilize their communities for you know long time. Gotcha. So it's trying to like fight against gentrification. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. And like I was, I've been, I've been here a long time since I was like fifth grade. I want to know like since like back then used to be like a lot of class class trips here. Does it still go on? Oh yeah, every day. Yeah. <laughs> are those, those are good memories. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm like, I'm Wait, all of you have been on a class trip here? Yes. Oh wow. Miles was a uh, kindergarten. Kindergarten. Yeah. Mine was in uh, fifth grade. Second grade. Second grade. My father, you just got here not it's that not long ago. Time. Okay. Yeah. I remember. I remember coming here. It was like let's uh, eat a plant. My yeah. I I remember this plant it was a mint. I tasted the mint here. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like it tasted fresh. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes the little kids when they come and they eat mint, they think it tastes hot. Yeah, my daughter says mint is really? spicy. That's so funny. Says mint is spicy. So what, what? It's so cool that you remember that, though. I'm yeah. just so blown away. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's definitely something that needs to be more incorporated within our school district is, is more hands-on. The teacher um, who, te who organizes all those classes oh, is sitting down there, and there. she would love to hear. I'm going to tell her that oh, you yeah. guys we'll, we'll, we'll give her a shout-out, and yeah. we'll go over there and thank her. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I feel like those are the type of things you remember. If I ask Juan what happened two weeks ago in history class, <laughs> nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but when was your trip? Two weeks ago, we was in Maja Brie. 
We were on Mantra Break. Thank uh-huh. you, Kwan. You're making me feel better. <laughs> so when was your... In, but your trip was in kindergarten, you said, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, and you yeah. remember that, which is amazing. Like that, those... In person, get your hands dirty, go experience nature. That's the type of things you remember. Now, that actually reminds me, what do you think are like the skills that you can learn from gardening? Like, why should people garden? There's a lot of skills. It's a large question. I can say for me, because I like research and kind of scientific methods, I do enjoy the, the start from growing seeds watching them grow, germinate, get bigger until they make a fruit or a flower. That whole process is mind-blowing every time. It's always exciting, always amazing. It also teaches to be like patience, a lot of patience, just things take time. And I kind of apply that to life and also processes that you can take that into life where you have to kind of cultivate things, give it the proper soil, water, attention, things will grow. You can apply that to any part yeah, of your like life. Yeah, like that, just that practice. Yeah, of, time, attention, yeah, um, love, the everything attention. will grow. Yeah, but also other skills, physical skills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's normal for people to like, learn stuff every day. So what do y'all learn every day by gardening? Well, I think a lot of the thing that you can learn from being a gardener is... Um, you learn about being part of the earth, being part of the rhythms of the seasons and how to go with that. I think one of the biggest things I've learned too is that observation is my most important tool. <laughs> and so I really learn every day. I focus on sharpening my, tool, my, my sense of observation in all the different ways I can observe what's going on around me, looking out, looking deeply. I like how you said the rhythm of the seasons. You go with the rhythm of the seasons. What's that mean? That there's these windows of opportunity, and you have to be paying attention and jump. (laughs) Yeah. And that's how you don't fight with nature, you know, is if you're paying attention to the windows of opportunity. So like winter is rest. I'm trying to think in the sense of a gardener. Winter is rest. Everything's dying. Spring is life is coming. Like it's the time for opportunity. Busy. And then there's also things like it's a rainy day or an overcast day. So we're going to transplant a bunch of stuff because that's this window of opportunity where it'll be less stressful for the plants. You know, Mm -hmm. like so that's the type of window of opportunity I'm talking about. And the more you observe... You learn about what makes things thrive, and yeah. you're always looking for that. Yeah. So yeah, you can't force things. Yeah. yeah. You can't force it. No. I go with it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is on the property of Bartram Gardens? What are you growing here? Well, this year, we are working on a kitchen garden. So, we started seeds for that, so that's like veggies and tomatoes. So, carrots. you're going to replace all of our school lunches. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. That'd that, be awesome. That's one of the gardens really awesome. that we're starting up. But then there's also the car garden, the Victorian garden, the flower garden in the front of the house that I was showing you earlier. And then I don't know really what you call the the in the back, the older garden. Yeah. So here on Bartram's garden, there's 45 acres. It's like a huge park 
basically. And there's so many different uses of the land. Our part is the historic botanic garden. So it's, and in there, there's like a, a park, like a wooded, a woodland garden. Sometimes we call it the wilderness garden because it's sort of like, yeah, it's about the American wilderness. And, um, and it sort of like copies it. Then there's like some more formal gardens up near the house that she, that Marissa was just talking about, like the car garden, the flower garden, where there's just tons of flowers and then veggies. And then if you go down like where we were, there's a community garden where all different families from Southwest Philly oh, cool. have plots and grow food for, for themselves and their neighbors. How's that work? Do you have to like apply online? Sign up through um, Sankofa Farm. So yeah, go on the website and there's probably something about that. It's organized by Sankofa Farm, which is also down in that part of the garden. There's a huge crop farm where a lot of youth um, from Bartram High and the neighborhood work every summer and learn just amazing life lessons and, uh, and grow tons of food. And then over in the other direction, there's like a big wildflower meadow. And then at the bottom of the hill, there is the Schuylkill River, which runs, this is, we, we call this a, a river garden. So there's like a wetland area, there's two wetlands and a boathouse where you can do free boating on the weekends and in the evenings. Yeah. No, oh, cool. So definitely come check you that out. You just rent them here? Well, yeah, you'll go, you go on the website and you'll see the details, but they run this river program so like different people can come and you just show up at the times of what they're doing, the free boating, and they'll get you out on a boat and you'll learn like basic safety and oh cool and you get to like row around in the beautiful schuylkill river what about the river monster that's underneath the schuylkill river oh well we don't make any promises Uh, about that yeah yeah. (laughs) but they're also doing a lot of like cool um programs with youth who are learning about monitoring water quality and environmental issues and um, science and and they're making they're building boats and oh wow so there's so much Wow. opportunity to get involved last year i rode my bicycle through here it was my first time ever here mm-hmm. and i noticed that it looked like they were trying to connect the schuylkill river trail all the way up here is that still happening that's yeah i just asked the other day it's not connected yet it's, yeah mm-hmm. almost but that's the plan mm-hmm. yeah so you'll be able to get from southwest philly along the schuylkill yeah, river to yeah. 30th street to oh yeah all the way up oh, so yeah and it'll connect uh, all the way that. through maybe kelly drive and everything yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I love the Schuylkill River Trail. It's my one of my favorite things in Philadelphia. Yeah. 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 You went on a bike ride there. Yes, all the time. Oh, I didn't know that. There are some days too that they do bike rides here. So yeah, check that out on the website too, because they they we have bikes at, in a trailer and sometimes there's organized bike rides and you can ride the trail through the site here, and that's a fun thing to do. How crucial are volunteers to the success of Bartram Gardens? I would say we rely really heavily on volunteer workers. We have 45 acres, as I was saying here, and it's a pretty bare-bones staff. Uh, We have a bunch of great people working here, but we're all working as hard as we can, and we can't get all the work done. So that's one reason we really value volunteer hours. The other reason we really um, value the volunteers is because this is a public garden, a public park. Like I was saying, it's yours. So we really need 
people to come here and like get to know their park and that hands-on time that you spend here makes it what we want it to be your park you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and you, you remember it since kindergarten mm-hmm. and i used to i actually had used to live around here so like every time i woke by like i was like oh i remember going here on a class trip Hmm. Like driving by when they Charlie, I'm like, oh yeah, I want to go back there. Right. Yeah. yeah just come down in though. <laughs> just yeah. go by. Come yeah. Come over. Yeah. yeah. Same, same thing. Kindergarten was actually kindergarten. Every time I pass Bartram's Garden, I remember the same experience. Yeah. I think that's everybody's experience though. Like yeah. Anybody. It's, Any kid that's growing up in Southwest Philadelphia. Kids, Southwest Philadelphia. They always came remember to Bartram's. Bartram's. It's yeah. like a forever memory. Yeah. 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 Not not before. even just so, but it's just like. People who Even live in Philadelphia yeah. come by, like pass by and see, like, oh, I remember coming here, and I had, they had probably had a good time. Yeah. Yeah, something about the space that really is people Open going. your eyes. Yeah. So why do you think people stop? Why do you think students stop coming? Because, because of the lack of school trips that people used to go to. Um, students. I feel like some students get bored quick with uh, certain trips. To be honest, most trips are not that. It's like trips not that. It's not that boring for them. They don't have like that much social and in their, in their um social interactions. Social interactions. They're shy. Yeah. Gotcha. I think if it was up to kids, they would come here more often. But because they don't know how to communicate with their parents, say I want to go back to Portman's Garden. Mm-hmm. So they just they just remember that one experience every time they see it that makes them feel like they're here. So they just go with that. Yeah. And move on with the next. Makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but now that you're coming back as an older person, you can remind people and be like, there's this park. It's open every day of the year, all day long. We should go hang out. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I thought? I came here once. But I thought because since I came here as a trip, it was a place you have to, like, it was restrictions. I yeah, thought, that's what I thought. I always thought that as well, too. Oh, there you I go. thought I couldn't get too far in without someone I thought me. that the first time I came, too. Wow, I was like, like, any other park. Am yeah. I allowed to be here? Yeah. But yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can see that, too. You're just, like, walking in, and you're like, this is really nice. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? What's yeah. going on? Am I allowed to be here? Am I allowed to be here? Yeah. It's like, you're questioning such a nice... Yeah, my trespassing. Why? Yeah. yeah. So, so that volunteer interaction is like a great way for us to let people know, like, yeah, this is yours. You know, like, um, come use it. <laughs> that, when she said this is yours, that opened my eyes. I was like, mm-hmm. whoa. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, if yeah. more people knew that they could come here freely, they would volunteer, I guess. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> no more killing. That people just stick together and help the community, and then like fighting against the community. Yeah. yeah, you build bonds. Build bonds. You want to protect this area because of all those nice memories that you have from kindergarten, second grade, fifth grade, and you're like, oh, this is all something that we can come together and rally behind, meet each other, talk with one another, share ideas, eat food. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is there like a day? Is that the day we can? Can we come on that day when everything well, let me is? Tell you, is, um, you can. <laughs> There is a farmer's market. So the Sankofa Farm sells their produce Thursday afternoons from 3 to 6 at Lindbergh and 54th. And the food is organic, Philly-grown, beautiful vegetables, and they're really affordable. 
So if you don't come and shop at the farmer's market, you're just out to lunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's right there. Yeah. And do y'all like, do y'all like, like, once, like, CCSA seasonal stuff, like, right? So, like, do y'all find, like, different species, like, to, like, different flowers, like, different fruit and all that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we do a lot of that in yeah. our section of the garden. We're growing, you know, hundreds and hundreds of different types of plants. And, and many of them have, like, um, edible or medicinal uses or different like things that people have done with them over the many thousands of years that we've had relationships with those plants so there's so much history and all that too you know yeah so we would like to send love your way most definitely definitely. we appreciate you today i have never used a saw before so thank you for teaching (laughs) me how to use a saw we appreciate the dirty work that you do to make this place beautiful and the educational opportunities and how easy you made it for us to come down here to volunteer and to actually give back to the community in which we're all growing up. And thank you for your help today. Yeah, thank right back much. at you. Yeah, yeah, it was good. <laughs> oh, I even got that opened a lot of eyes today. Yeah. I, I also have noticed, I be like uh, coming home from like picking my little sister up on the trolley. I be peeping just like a little, a little truck out there like little veggie truck out there maybe you got one on thursdays where maybe i was like a front i was a front of barton garden of like barton the, village there oh uh, yeah barton village yeah well next time stop and get some veggies yeah yeah you could get like a a beautiful a bag of beautiful um freshly grown vegetables usually for a dollar or two mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good <laughs> so we always end the podcast this way if you could go back in time and tell the teenage version of yourself three things, what would you tell them? Oh. I'm ready. You're ready? Yeah. <laughs> Don't skip classes. Okay. I love school, but I definitely would take it for granted. Yeah. I'm still in school because I took it for granted sometimes. I would say stick with your passions. I definitely feel like I went off course when I felt like I did what I thought I had to do and not really what I wanted to do. I think there's truth behind sticking with your passion. You can find something. And listen to your parents. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All parents are at home clapping. You hear that, Marissa, girl? Make sure you listen to her. <laughs> How about um, you, Mandy? Moods or moments are temporary and they pass. So, like, the things are... Change is constant. So if you're feeling down or like you're stuck in a in a hard moment, it doesn't last forever, you know? Like Yeah. And I think that's one of the best things that's happened to me as I've gotten older is I realized that and that makes it easier. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. I love it. Is there anything you wish we asked you about? Well, how long have we been here? <laughs> how long have we been sitting in the No. Remember how long have you been oh, at Barton's? Oh, how long have you been working here? Oh. So I'm new. So I'm a seasonal intern here working with, mainly with Mandy, but I also work with the other horticulturists here. But um, it's third day in. Feels like a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> no, She's been busy. Yeah. I've been very busy. Yeah. Um, so this, this day was really fun to have people come in and volunteer. I've been here for since 2005, so this oh, is wow. my 14th season. 
Nice. Thank you yeah. for your service. It's <laughs> awesome. Oh, it's been an honor. Yeah. So how do we how do we sign up to volunteer? How do we mm. get involved? How do we find you? Cool. Yeah. Well, the way that you did, like, you can always sign up as a group through June. She's the woman who you organized this with. She does our group volunteer things. And if you want to come on your own. Does she have an email or website? Or? Oh, yeah. Oh, John. Uh, it's it's bartramsgarden.org. Bartramsgarden.org. Mm-hmm. But there's two other ways. There's third Saturday volunteers days. If you want to drop in any third Saturday, the farm takes a lot of volunteers as well as our nursery. And there's probably sometimes you'd be working in doing trash pickups by the river or working removing invasive species in the more natural lands areas sometimes you if you are a repeat volunteer and you really want to learn about the garden you can come on thursday afternoons and get in touch with me mcats at bartramsgarden.org and and i take some dedicated volunteers who want to come for you know every week and like maybe take on a part of the garden or really learn learn yeah (laughs) um is there social media that we could follow you on oh yeah um bartram's garden they're on facebook they're on instagram they do twitter um (laughs) they do it all (laughs) i gotta get caught up i've heard that yeah (laughs) Yeah. um but yeah they do all the social media and so actually there's a ton of events here and including lots of really good concerts and arts type stuff we're having a big plant sale on april 27th and there's just a ton going on um here that weekend like i don't even know what all this stuff is but i know there's a something called a bio blitz where they'll be helping people learn how to get the iNaturalist app on their phone and document species that they're seeing. Oh, cool. Um, this plant scavenger home. It's like plants, but it's also insects, birds, oh, wow. and other living things. Snakes, which is Mathansa's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you could learn that snakes are pretty cute and friendly. <laughs> At least the ones that we have here. We don't have any poisonous snakes in Philadelphia. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. yeah. They're all pretty, like, harmless. Nice. Awesome. I'll sure tell my friends about this, and they'll, I'm sure they'll be interested. Good. The people in our school at One Bright Ray. Sweet. Well, yeah. thank you so much for your time. This is the new segment of the podcast where I like to give a self-reflection on the episode. What struck me the most is the idea of patience and the idea of molding your life's actions into the four seasons. Both Mandy and Marissa during the episode talked about how to harness the seasons into your own life to get things done. And it really got me thinking about how the seasons really do impact your life. For example, we are just entering spring and in my body I have a new type of energy. I have a new type of excitement for spring. I know this is the time that I have to put in the hard work. I have to plant the seeds during this season. I have to build the new relationships. I have to use this new energy to start to build the foundation to start planting the seeds that I want to grow into the summertime. And that's what the summer, I believe, is for. Summer is sort of like a time for abundance. It's a time 
of endless energy, longer days. So I have to continue to water the seed that has been planted in the spring so I can so I can enjoy the summer energy, the, the summer sun, and let that continue to grow my ambitions, to grow what it is I am working for. And then once the fall comes, I believe the fall is time to harvest. You put in the work in the spring and the summer, and now fall is the time for you to start to enjoy what it is that you planted to watch that seed go from just a seed to a full-grown plant and now it's thriving you can start to benefit from all of the hard work that you did and then i believe the winter time is time for rest and reflection in nature everything starts to die everything starts to to wither away and then it's sort of like that in your life i don't think you necessarily die and wither away but it's time for you to go within to start to self-reflect to start to look over your year and see what worked and what didn't and then maybe start to take note on how you can come back the next spring and you can really get after it your you planted your seeds in the spring you watered them throughout the summer you you harvest in the fall and then in the winter you start to reflect on how to do the next cycle so those were just my thoughts on the episode i hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and we look forward to next week peace